Have you had your soup today? And the cold, crisp taste of Coke is so satisfying, it keeps me from eating something else that might really add those pounds. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are. Welcome to another episode of Sheologians. We're here today to put the her in encourage. 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 <laughs> I meant to say it like smooth and then I just gave up. Anyway, hi, my name is Summer Yeager. I'm here with my beautiful co-host Joy. And Joy, I have some good news. Okay. Okay, so in 2017, I think it was the summer of 2017, the aquarium opened. Oh, in Scottsdale, the Odyssey, and I got your, I got a pass, so I could just like go whenever I wanted, and not have to buy a ticket, right? Because I already had a pass. Well, yeah. Usually with those things, it's, it's like, like the only you way go to do a few it. times and you already you've already paid, paid for your thing. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, I've been there a lot of times. Like and I would, for those of you that are like an aquarium in the desert, just. <laughs> Listen, I've been to the Georgia Aquarium, and I like this aquarium better. Really? Because the Georgia Aquarium is supposed to be like one of the best aquariums to be in the world. One of the best. I like Odyssey more. I really do. Hmm. I think it's a fantastic aquarium. I have a better time. Should we save the story for when they are sponsoring us? <laughs> yeah, we should. Carmen, well, just bleep we'll be, it all out. Just we'll be bleep waiting everything. For forever. Then <laughs> bleep everything I'm saying, Carmen. Um. So they have a giant Pacific octopus and the giant Pacific octopus is nocturnal. So, you know, every time I've gone, I've seen him, but he's like back in this rock Mm -hmm. curled up and then they camouflage. So like matching the color Mm -hmm. of the whatever. Well, yesterday when we went, he was out and moving and the kids, I don't remember what happened because I floated out of my body. (laughs) But according to my oldest child, when I spotted this from across the room, I ran. (laughs) I stood in front of people that were taking pictures. I don't think I did that. (laughs) I don't think I stood in front of the picture takers, but I ran. (laughs) You're like, I cannot confirm. (laughs) I can't confirm or deny. But I ran. And I know that my excitement actually scared off the other people. (laughs) Which was fine because you needed space. I don't care. (laughs) (laughs) You needed the entire length of the tank too. So I think I got to look at him for like a full 45 seconds. It was the last 45 seconds he was up for the day because we went first thing in the morning. Which is probably a good thing because you would have had to have. You would have had to like continue stay standing there. there until he yeah. went away. Which honestly is could have been hours. Sounds like too much for me. <laughs> I don't know if I could have handled it. And he was moving around and I got to stand so close. I mean, I was up against the glass. <laughs> and so a full forty five uh, seconds. Ma'am, you cannot go in the tank. <laughs> Well, that's how they they memorize faces, but that's how they get to know you is by tasting you, like wrapping tentacles around you and they taste your skin through their tentacles. And so they they recognize. So that's why you were trying to crawl into the tank. That's why I was trying to get in. Um, (laughs) And uh, then he, I got, we got to see, it was cool to see him go back into his 
sleep spot because when he folded, I mean, it, the thing is huge. Right. It's a giant Pacific octopus. That's the name. He folded into the crevice and then matched the color of the rock. Like, we got to watch it happen. It That's was cool. so cool. That's I, really cool. If I wasn't inside and it was societally acceptable, I would have been screaming the whole time. <laughs> right. Inside you were. Inside I was screaming, yeah. but I <clears throat> composed myself a I'm bit. I'm so happy anyway, for you. It was so exciting. I think from now on, I'm just always going to go in the morning. Right. Like, I'm going to go right, just right in the morning. <laughs> just... <laughs> He's still awake. I need to. You're be like there. Pr- crouched at the bottom of your kid's bed, <laughs> and then like the minute they open their eyes, you're like, "Okay, it's time to go." Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> the octopus is awake. <laughs> so yeah, that was um, it was just one of the highlights of my week, honestly. And strangely, another highlight of my week was like, <laughs> Georgia just woke up. <laughs> just oh well, we had we didn't give you guys a Georgia update. I don't think. Um, last week I don't remember, but um, she's pulling herself up now. She's yep. um crazy and moving everywhere. She has a little top knot on her head <laughs> that's really cute, and she's full of opinions, Jojo, and she talks in that funny like that. She Hi, likes, she likes to whisper. It's so cute. Tell them how you do it, and she totally said hi today. She did. Which was amazing and beautiful, and I loved it. What's going on, honey? Jojo, give him your whispers. Are you going to whisper? No, she doesn't. She's not. A, <laughs> she doesn't perform. Like, I just woke up. I just I woke up, happening. and her cheeks are red, and it's really cute. I know. She's a little sweaty. Oh, so I was saying another highlight of my week was the fact that <laughs> Janny and I were in the pool yesterday, and... She she wants me to stay near her when right. we're in the pool, which is fine. I mean, she has 12 floating devices on her, but... Did you guys hear it? Do it again. Do your whispers, Jojo. Do it again. Come on. She oh, wants man. to. She wants to do it. Do it. Do it, Jojo. Do it. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> oh, so, I'm sorry. So I was swimming next to her in the pool yesterday, and she was like, cheering me on she's like oh that was good that was good so I was like watch this and I did a handstand in the water uh-huh. which is obviously the easiest thing right. it's not whatever it's not hard but I did that and I come up and she was just like whoa wow good job amazing so nice but she was like sincere like she wasn't being sarcastic like she sincerely was just like she wanted me to to feel like what a good job I did. Yeah. And I was just like, wow, is she going to be like an encourager or right. like, what is she going to be? Because this is so sweet. I don't know. It's just sweet when you like see your little ones starting, <laughs> starting yes. to do those things. I know Georgia will. Um, I love when she, I pick her up and she like pats me on the back. Because like you pat her. Yeah. yeah. It totally feels, it, it, it just, feels so good. And sweet and sincere. There's Jojo. I love her whispers. (laughs) Bye, Jojo. Go whisper it at my kids. Anyway. Okay. That was my happy Um, thought. Happy thought for the week. You're right. I am Joy. And I'm here with my beautiful co-host, Summer. And I wanted to gauge how you feel about Hmm. um, 
potentially like never going to see a movie in a movie theater again. Not to make light of right. an entire industry Collapsing. being collapsed because I'm not for that. Well, but I was just thinking about it and what I, basically the conclusion I came to is that some people will be very affected and some people will, will not, not be. be quite as affected. I have not been willing to look... I don't know what's going on with that industry because I have kind of refused to think about it. I love going to the movie theater. I love the experience aspect of it. I love getting popcorn. I love watching the movie. I love trailers. I love the whole... (laughs) I love the whole thing. And so... The fact that this is all up in the air, like every time an article's come up or something, I've refused to read it. Oh, okay. So I haven't really read anything. You can break the news to me now. I've just heard things. What have you heard? I refuse to hear it, but I'm open now. Well, I've just been, I've heard, uh, I've just heard people say that it's a kind of a dying industry. Yeah. And that it's going to be done. I think it kind of was already. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Every time I went to the movies, it was pretty busy. Yeah. I mean, I think it's still an industry where like people were wanting to go. Yeah. But it it wasn't exactly for the same thing that it used to be no. for. Right. Because you can watch stuff at home. Right. Yeah. And just so many movies are. Netflix. Are just not streaming. Great. Straight to streaming. Like a lot of yeah. movies that come out now are just. Yeah. I don't know. Like think about this. Was. Were the Marvel movies like the end of like the cinematic event. Right. Hype. Well, era. I think the Marvel movies kind of exposed a little bit of that too. Like all these three hour long blockbusters were coming Uh out Uh and I think people realized like, okay, I had fun in that movie, but like, yeah, was it really a great movie? And when was the last time I saw a great movie in the movie theater? Right. You know, um, right. It's just, I don't know. Yeah. I really don't. I used to love watching movies. I used to love going to the movies by myself. My husband gets kind of bored okay. in movies a lot. Like even when we watch at home, yeah, he's he'll be bored. like, "This is boring" or "This is bad," <laughs> which I appreciate many times right. because I can't. I until I was married to him, I really didn't realize how often I've sat through a movie that I didn't Love. even like. Okay, um, or that was just bad. Yeah. So I kind of like the like, oh, this this is bad. So let's just turn it off. Right. You know? Right. Whereas I'm kind of like, Oh, we're already watching it and let's just see how it ends. Right. Like, well, you don't have to be that way. You don't. But so movie theaters aren't really his thing Thing. because you pay to go in and then most of the time he's going to want to leave halfway through. So see, I'm not that way. I'm, if I went, if I go, I've, I have walked out of a movie. I've walked out of a movie twice, but I mean, two times compared to how many movies I've seen is like right. nothing. That yeah. means I've sat through like 98% of the movies I've right. seen. Even whether you liked them or not. Um, yeah. Eric and I walked out of a movie because it was that boring. Like it was so yeah. bad that we were just like, I, I cannot sit here for right. any more amount of time. But honestly, most of the time, no. Like if I go see a movie, I'm going to finish it. If I rent a movie at home, I'm gonna finish it because I paid what, four ninety nine. Yeah. Well, <laughs> Even if that, it's I'm like, well, ultra, I'm in this for five bucks now. I'm if it's staying. An ultra HD, <laughs> which my TV right. doesn't even. My support. TV doesn't even do. I know. <laughs> uh oh. 
We're out of diapers. That's what's happening. Hi, Jojo. Hi. <laughs> so they're whispering about missing diapers right now. And we're going to make it through this catastrophe. Okay. Sorry. It's okay. I I'm forgot to pack extra diapers in the diaper bag today. It happens. So we're... Yeah. Isn't there some over there, I think? Maybe? Or on one of the shelves? Yeah. Yeah. Back there. Okay. We're going to survive this. Look at her um, cute little face. <laughs> it's like red and adorable. <laughs> Hi. Yeah. We kind of had some I, mood lighting we set in here. <laughs> but we just turned the light on. Okay. Anyway, yeah, that's really it. That's I it. just was curious. Um, yeah. I'm not ready for it. I hope that it doesn't go away. Yeah. Because I like, I mean, maybe it's just because I'm a parent. Like if I get to go out. I want to go out of the house and do something, but it also needs to be low key because I'm really tired. <laughs> well, and obviously in Phoenix, summertime, it's really hot. It's, it has to be. It indoor. is important to <coughs> be in a dark, cold room mm-hmm. on occasion. Mm-hmm. And if you can watch a huge movie, <laughs> that's why I have but yeah, passes I, to the aquarium. I really don't know if it's if it's gonna go under. Right. What? Um, I mean, the whole economic impact of all this stuff right. is, is really disappointing. We don't even know yet anyway, the extent yeah. of the damage. Right. We haven't realized the extent of the damage yet. And but it's it'll gonna be, be really bad. It would be weird to say to Georgia one day, like we used to all go Right. And watch she's movies never in this. She's never done it. Yeah. Well I would just be very sad <laughs> if they never I, I know there was like some kind of new theater here in the valley that I wanted to go to that I think filed for bankruptcy, like right when I moved back. Oh, Alamo Draft House? Yeah. And people were like, this place is great, and I've never been. That's a disappointment, because they really just came to this area. Yeah. And I went to one uh, for a birthday party, and the food was good, and... Such a bummer. You know. Yeah. I hate it. Um, I hate all this COVID stuff. And it just stinks that they, like, a lot of their um, locations were brand new. Right. Because they just expanded. Right. Then, so it would really stink to think that uh, you're like, my business is expanding and becoming more successful. And then right. all of a sudden you're filing for bankruptcy. Right. For something that, anyway, we never really talked about COVID. Yeah. We can keep it that way. Yeah, it's fine. It was stupid. I won't wear a mask. Anyway. Um, <laughs> she will not. I will not. Uh, <laughs> anyway. Um, so when we talked about the riots and stuff, you said that that was like a topic if it was left up to you, you wouldn't talk about. Yeah. So I'm excited because this is a topic that you <laughs> wanted to talk about. Yeah. This was my pitch we needed to do. Yeah. We needed an episode. And so this is just something I've been thinking about. Um, and we've talked about this before, but I guess I really just want to give everyone an opportunity. Right. To really think about it and examine, you know. How they're doing right um but so i guess the topic i'm bringing mm-hmm. is what's the word criticism yeah um and i guess mainly you know you see this all over the place but criticism isn't necessarily a bad, a bad thing. thing right um criticism can be the thing that someone needs to mm-hmm renew their mind um it can be a thing that calls someone to repentance for their sins right um and i guess you know i guess you don't call all these things necessarily criticism sure but essentially that's what it is right um 
but I think what I noticed is that criticism has really infiltrated our culture, mm-hmm. us mm-hmm. as people, mm-hmm. especially, uh, I don't know, I guess, and I'm not going to say like all throughout the world, but um, just the people that I see, mm-hmm. which is because of social media, a very large group of people that I see <laughs> right. every day. Right. <laughs> um, and again, not to say I'm not bringing this up because I'm calling out everyone who is critical um, or providing criticisms. But um, I guess what I was thinking about is that it's become such a way of life. We wake up and we do it every single day. Whereas a decade ago, who really woke up, pulled out their phones and started criticizing stuff. Right. (laughs) Food critics, journalists, maybe like you used to have a degree, have to have a degree to really have a lot of people looking at your criticisms every day. And even then, like, like that critical spirit wasn't necessarily around and maybe in some ways it should have been more. Right. And, you know, but, um, I think so mainly what I was thinking about was just that it's become such a way of life is that we might, we, there might be moments in our day where we're being unnecessarily critical. Mm-hmm. Um, and that really doesn't just go for social media. No. It goes for your personal life in your home, at work. Hello, moms. I have had, I mean, yeah, moms, I've had, I have had managers before that never let me make a mistake twice. Like, you know, there's a difference between like a fluke mistake that you're like, oh my gosh, I can't believe I just let that happen. And, um, I mean, even, (laughs) I even thought about, uh, I was, I went to the self checkout of a Walmart, uh, sometime in the last week. And, um, I scanned my first item and then, I went to go scan my second item and it was like authorization needed. And I was like, Oh, okay. So I waited a sec for the woman managing the little stuff checkout area to come over. And it showed me scan something. And then it, for some reason, the computer was like lagging. Like it wasn't, it made the little noise, but it like wasn't coming up on the screen. So I went to go scan my second item and it showed me scanning the second item when like the first item hadn't, Oh, processed yet yeah and she looked at me and she was like you need to slow way down you're going too fast and I was just like you don't you don't even know how I was scanning <laughs> like I know how to work a self-checkout you know um, and it just like it was and I'm sure she I know that Walmart has Walmart's always stressful and uh, many times I think they provide horrible customer service but um right. um who knows what kind of day she, she had had. Sure. This is not the criticize the Walmart lady. Right. <laughs> but it was just like, she, even she was like, Chris, she was so quick to just, instead of being like, oh, these crazy machines, she was like, you are scanning too fast. <laughs> and I was just like, what the heck, man? Come on. Um, but that, right. so, I mean, you know, it's the same, basically, it's the same I, on the internet. this is just a topic that I wanted to bring up. Yeah. Because... I want to make sure right. that myself mm-hmm. and our listeners mm-hmm. are given a reminder. Mm-hmm. Even if one time mm-hmm. this week you can catch yourself being unnecessarily critical. Right. 
that's still a good thing. Like it's a good thing. And it obviously, if you are the type of person that is just, if you look at it and suddenly discover that you are constantly doing that. Right. Then you know, it takes some time to something to think about, get rid of certain habits and things like that. But you know, um, it's important that we don't get into the habit of being unnecessarily critical. Right. And that even includes sometimes things deserve a criticism. Mm -hmm. Like I said, you know, I always, um, I guess my, in terms of like when I was talking about having a manager, you know, there, I always thought that like, if, if you're an employee makes a mistake that Mm -hmm. they've never made before. Right. And they realize what they did was wrong. Right. Okay. Right. If they do it again, Right. Then it's like, oh, is this becoming a pattern? Right. Then maybe then I should say something. Right. Um, but, and not to say that anyone's ever going to do this perfectly, but we need to make sure that we're not that person that's like, right. you are going way too fast. Right. Because I don't even know what just happened, but you are going way too fast. Right. Um, and we all, and I think we all instinctively know this. Yeah. And it, we, you know, I can think about with, with, with your kids, when you're discipling your kids, you know, let's say it's something super simple. Like you have like the bathroom light right. keeps being left on. Right. So the first time you see a kid just like forget to turn a light off, you're like, Hey, you know, don't forget to turn the light off. No big deal. Right. right. Like it's not, it's tr- truly not a big deal. But if like 10 times a day, every day you're having to say, Hey, go turn the light off. Hey, go turn the light off. Hey, you're the 50th time you say it, you're not going to look at the situation the same, right? You're going to go, okay, there's a problem here. I don't know what it is. Like, but at this point, you know, when you've discipled a kid to go turn a light off so many times and they don't like, there's something there that's not clicking. Like that is, that is an issue. That's a problem. Whereas, you know, skipping out the door one time and forgetting to turn the light off, like, that you don't have to look right. into that. You don't yeah. have to make that a big deal. Yeah. You know, and we instinctively know that. And you're going to deal with somebody, you know, if it's a it's if it's a bigger sin, like let's say your kid, you know, lies to you about something. Mm-hmm. Well, if this is the first lie you've been told from this kid or even just a person, how about any person in, you know, the past 3 years, you're going to respond to that differently than if this is somebody who has literally lied to you every single week. Right. That'll change your entire relationship. Right. If somebody's lying to you on a daily, weekly basis, that's going to impact your relationship right. in a pretty significant way. If it's somebody who, you know, lied to you and you honestly don't remember the last time they were dishonest with you, that's going to be different. Right. So it's going to impact you differently. Well, and it's also different. I'm glad you used that as an example, because I think the type of critical mentality we get into um, might also tell us that that person is always lying to me. Mm. Like when they're not, or you don't know, or you've never met that person. Right. If you've (laughs) Um, never met them, (laughs) you don't know that. And so you're, 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 you're so critical that you are giving yourself a license to be critical all the time. And in order to rationalize that, everyone needs to be wrong. Everyone needs to be lying. Everyone needs to be, you know, um, right. And so it's really, it's this, it's not even a complicated topic to talk about. No. It's just something that I was thinking about 
we need to make sure that we're not stacking the deck against people so mm-hmm. that we can be critical and it's okay to stop yourself oh, wow. from being that critical. Was, let's stop there. <laughs> There's a thought. We need to make sure we're not stacking the deck against people so that right. we can be critical. Yeah. I think that happens a lot right. on social well, media. If if you're doing that in social media, yeah, you're you doing are it in real doing life. that in your real life. You're doing that you to are. your relationships. Even if you never tell that person. Yeah. Um, but you're you're doing that to your friends. You're doing that to your husband. You're doing that to your right. kids, and that is the kind of thing, especially in a marriage, mm-hmm. that that is. Do you want to be a continual dripping? Right. Please be critical. Be critical of all everything. the time. Right. Um, and it is a habit. Yes, it's habitual. You really do have to, br- and that's why I bring it up. I don't bring it up because I'm so much better. Right. <laughs> it's because it's a habit that I mm-hmm. catch myself mm-hmm. in too. And mm-hmm. you need to catch yourself. When you catch yourself, you can apologize. You can be Repent. humbled. <laughs> you can pray and be like, today, like, please, God, hold right. my tongue from criticism. Right. Um, that's unnecessary. Right. Um, and I just, it just hit me that right. like, oh, that's important. And mm-hmm. it's so, it's such a forgivable mm-hmm. sin in our world right yeah. now. That to where people don't even see it. Right. So a lot of people are lauded for mm-hmm. their criticisms and maybe some of them should be. Right. But it is an area and I'm not going to, I can't tell you personally, listener, um, how you're doing it. If you're doing it Plus right or, or wrong or, or yeah. yeah, I can't give you a score. Right. But it's just something that is so important that, I mean, the heart of unnecessary criticism really tends to be maybe bitterness or Mm -hmm. discontent, Mm -hmm. jealousy, Mm -hmm. um, and even hatred. Mm -hmm. Like if you, if in your criticism, you are imagining yourself standing over someone's dead body, (laughs) laughing. Yeah. And I like, that's funny, but you're not a Christian, but it really, (laughs) that happens Uh or even like, on a really bad day, mm-hmm. if it feels good, just good mm-hmm. to like cut, rip into someone, somebody. Yeah. Um, just know you're not displaying the fruit of the spirit. Right. right now. <laughs> and if behavior like that is going unchecked or if you just right. think of it as like satirical or clever, mm-hmm. um, this is something that might be in your life. Right. You and, and yeah, it seems like maybe God's going to look up, joy at joy tembi and look at all my tweets there right god knows all the things you've done (laughs) not just the things that were done under your name right so fake facebook accounts or twitter handles don't count (laughs) um (laughs) best you know um social media absolutely applies right god will know he doesn't get confused right Um, he knows your heart um Right. And so it's just important that we, we, and I, I hope that you guys who are listening mm-hmm. exa- do this examination and you're like, right. you know what? I'm, I'm not pretty doing good that. in this area, yeah. you know? <laughs> right. Um, now you're not saved because of that or anything, obviously. Right. But that's really it. Like I just, mm-hmm. it's something that I thought about and it was an encouragement to me and it humbled me yeah. to consider that I do need to keep. 
And this is said by someone who's largely not even on social media. Right. But I do see it. I see it a lot. I, I've, especially with everything going on in our world, I see, mm-hmm. um, you know, people accusing each other of not being believers and, um, mm-hmm. and just, and just like, I saw one interaction where not only they acu- both accused each other of not being believers. Oh. They both said it was uncharitable to assume the other was not a believer. So they're both doing the exact same thing. Uh-huh. Um, and from this interaction, it was like, oh, look, here's so-and-so again. And I'm like, again? You guys do this all the time? Like, with this one specific person? Yeah. Like, come on. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. And And here's how that... So I say, come on. I do it we're we're we've let it get out of control mm-hmm. let's just put it that way yeah uh, what i mean by come on mm-hmm. is let's just yeah. let's just stop that behavior right that is of all the things that we need to deal with on a daily basis yeah it can be so easy and so freeing mm-hmm. to just correct yourself mm-hmm. when you are unnecessarily critical mm-hmm. um to your husband to whoever just stop even if it's just like oh my gosh I'm being so critical right now. Right. I'm so sorry. Right. To your kids. It's okay to apologize to your kids if you've yep. done something wrong. Um, it's, it's necessary. Your coworkers. Yeah. Your friends. Um, your friends online. Yeah. Your follower. Someone who follows you that yeah. you've never met. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's really pretty. It's, it's insignificant in mm-hmm. terms of like effort and right but it really it goes a long way because like i said the heart of those things is something bigger yeah than that yeah and so that's just my encouragement confession and repentance is so important like i think a lot of people so it's important to police yourself and to stop engaging in those behaviors but definitely i would encourage you to confess and repent like if there are people that you feel like i've been too critical with you or, you know, I've done this against you. Like, if you believe they're your brother or sister in Christ, like, you need to go and reconcile that as much as it is up to you. And it might be very painful and it might be very uncomfortable. Um, but I definitely try to practice that as much as possible. And um, it actually produces fruit. And I think it's it's good. It's, it's necessary to do with the people that you live with. So if you're right. a husband or a wife or a mother or a father or whatever have you, like you have to be confessing and repenting to these people. If you live with somebody, you're also sinning against them. Like let's just, right. you are. If you're never apologizing. <laughs> like you, there's, you probably do have too critical of a spirit that you right. can't even see right. um, what you're doing. And so that is a, a, a grace and a mercy from God that we, we can confess and repent and we can trust that, that, God is just and merciful in all of these interactions with us. Right. Um, and so when you brought up being critical, it I've also been thinking about the idea of encouragement. And Pastor Zach said something on Sunday that really just broke it down for me in a sentence when he said that to encourage someone literally means to put courage into And so I love that thought because a lot of times I think we mistake encouragement for nice flowery words or even, you know, an encourager is someone that you can like, you know, lean your head on. Right. But really an encourager is somebody who 
helps you press on, <laughs> right? Yeah. Helps you reach for the prize, helps you run the race, encourages you to continue being faithful. And sometimes that's going to include nice and kind words, but a lot sometimes it might include some godly criticism. Yeah. You know, I was telling my kids, I was like, listen, if, if you all wanted to go be Olympic gymnasts and you went and you trained with a coach, but you never allowed the coach to correct you or give you feedback, to give you criticism, to encourage you, do you think you would make it to the Olympics? Well, no. Right. <laughs> um, you have to be willing to hear the ways in which you're failing if you want to grow. Right. Um, and and sometimes you might think you're failing and you're not. And the encouragement will be someone saying, you know, it's so encouraging to me when people in the book club are like, hey, this has been so helpful. I'm really enjoying this. Like it rip, it does put courage into me to right. keep doing this. So sometimes, yes, encouragement is very complimentary. But sometimes it's like, hey, you know, I see when you're doing that back handspring that you're pulling at the last second. That's why your landing isn't sticking. You know, this is what you need to do. That's putting the courage into someone to do something that they're not comfortable doing. Right. And it is a critique. It yeah. is a criticism that's also an encouragement. And so sometimes they're the same thing. But right. ultimately, as Christians, what we should want is we should want the people around us to be putting courage into us. Right. Um, obviously well, I think that's why I, I think that's why it's important because it's so close. And again, we can't give you a rating. Right. And that's what I, what I mean by that is you're going to have to figure out right. which encouragements, mm -hmm. which critical encouragements yeah. are appropriate. Right. But I guess my point was just because it's so will, close. Right. Well, relationship will define it a lot of times. Right? right. So I'm talking about a coach and a gymnast. Right. The kind of feedback that he's giving is going to the relationship helps define what it is. And so part of the reason why I think this is so fraught on social media, why when we're talking about criticism on social media, most of the time it's not encouragement. It right. is it is critical. It's someone having a critical spirit is you don't see the person and you, you're not in relationship with them. Right. So I'm not saying you have to have a relationship with us, you know, an intimate relationship with everybody on social media before you interact with them. But certainly your level of relationship is going to determine what this interaction should and shouldn't look like. Right. And so I'm at the point now where I don't believe that I have to engage with everybody who wants to engage with me because it would be a full-time job. Right. And so I've had to assess like, okay, well, when do I say something on social media? When do I not? Because if I'm going to answer that question with how well I can keep up with the thread, the answer is I'm never saying anything on social media right. because I can't say anything with a thread I could honestly keep up with. Yeah. So that's not how I can interact with social media anymore because there's just it's too much interaction. Yeah. I can't be faithful to what I'm supposed to be faithful to. And so now when I post on social media, the questions I'm asking are, is this helpful? Is this going to help someone think about something in a different way? Um, is this something that Christians should be thinking about? Those are really the things, the reasons why I post. And I also try to share things where I'm clearly engaging with 
if I'm if it's something I disagree with, I'm clearly engaging with an idea I disagree with, not necessarily a person. Right. Because that relationship isn't there. Nonetheless, this idea is putting being put out and I'm saying, okay, can I be helpful in responding to this right. idea or in furthering this idea yeah. or in challenging this idea? Not the person, but the yeah. idea. If there's something going on with this person, we trust God to have to provided them people around them in their immediate vicinity, their mm-hmm. pastors, their husband, whoever. Right. We totally trust that right. if there is a sin issue in someone. Right. That it can be handled by someone who knows them or right. is even geographically close to them. <laughs> right. It's fine. <laughs> right. But, um, but yeah, I do. I just, I don't know. I think, uh, I think I don't, I guess I don't, I don't want, um, I don't think our listeners are shallow minded. No. So I don't want them to hear that. I like I don't I don't think the the point of this is that stop criticizing anything and yeah. be, only be encouraging. We want you to think critically. Right. <laughs> There's an element yeah. of criti- critique yeah. and critical thought that makes you reasonable and consistent and rational and logical. Yeah. And and we want you to be Bereans. Mm-hmm. You're talking about criti- like unfair assumptions and unfair um, unbiblical motivations for just having a critical spirit. There's a difference right. between critical thinking and um, engaging critically or giving positive critique and having a critical spirit. We're not right. called to be constant Debbie Downers right. that just see the wrong in everything everyone says. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, or the way they do things or the way. Right. Yeah, because it's certainly, you know, it's God's standard, not our own, too. You you can't be... And I think maybe that's where a lot of the criticism, like unnecessary criticism or critical spirit lies, mm-hmm. is Christians give themselves a pass because God didn't speak explicitly mm. on this thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but I guess especially on social media, mm-hmm. and this kind of goes with something that I just said, is that you need to trust that if someone is a believer... Mm-hmm. Uh, that they have people mm-hmm. to encourage or necessarily criticize them right. if if they need it. Right. Because um, I think that's something that we kind of see everybody as... Uh, we're very prepubescent in our... Um, thinking. In our critical thinking. Yeah. We just... We kind of just were called to start doing this as a church, mm-hmm. as just in terms of uh, mm-hmm. educated people, mm-hmm. people who went to school, our schooling wasn't very critical mm-hmm. thinking heavy. Well, and think about all the, po- I mean, popular air quotes, like Christians that have publicly apostatized this year. Right. Like I think Rhett and Link, ha- you know, came yeah. out and said all this stuff in Joshua Harris last year. And it's like, what did all of them say? They said, well, basically I grew up in the church and then I went out into the real world and I didn't have any answers for their difficult questions. Right. So if you're unsure what Joy is talking about in terms of like, we're very immature in our thinking mm. as a church. Well, yeah, because we have all these people and this is this is happening more than just the celebrities but it's happening all over where we're not teaching our kids how to be logical rational reasonable argue from scripture and then they go out into the world and of course the world challenges them because the world doesn't want them to be christians and they don't know how to answer for the hope that's supposed Mm -hmm. to be within them because we haven't been teaching them how to think 
critically and right. we haven't been giving them the tools that they need. And so is it any surprise that they're like, well, I just discovered I don't have an answer. And it's like, well, yeah, I guess, you know, the church failed you when you like if you if you're 18 years old and you go off to college and you can't respond to neo-Darwinian evolution or right. explain why the biblical view of how the earth came to be is actually scientifically rigorous. Right. I can understand why you feel really dumb and you're like, well, Christianity must be wrong. right. And that is a critique of the church. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not unnecessary. Mm-hmm. Um, we have spent how many years mm-hmm. <laughs> talking about it. Mm-hmm. Um, but because of that, mm-hmm. we want to make sure mm-hmm that we're not being unnecessarily critical. Right. We don't want to take take um, critique for the the gift of critique and critical thinking mm-hmm. and turn it into a s- critical spirit. Right. Where we Two just, different things. And, you know, that basically what that includes, and this is probably the most important thing, mm. there will be times when you have the opportunity to be critical. Mm-hmm. You don't have to be. <laughs> you don't have to be. Yeah. Now there are times. I mean, don't, mm-hmm. don't uh, let me say that. And yeah. you hear that. Oh, like oh, I can just skip out on my responsibilities right. of a critical encouragement or encouragement or whatever. Right. Um, there are times you can't skip out. But a part of, a, and even if I don't know, I just I guess I if you, if what you realize is that you have a problem. Mm-hmm with this Mm -hmm. where everything is just a criticism waiting to happen. Mm -hmm. Um, And I say it that way because whoever you're being critical of probably feels that way. Right. If it's your husband, if it's your kids, they probably feel like everything is a criticism waiting to happen. Right. It's okay to take a break. Yeah. It's okay to critically think about your criticism. Take it to the Lord. And right. Stop. Right. Stop for a sec. Right. Get off social media. Mm-hmm. Stay silent on social media. See mm-hmm. how long that's even possible for you. <laughs> right. Um, I hope this this is encouraging because that yeah. is what I meant. We want to put be. the courage into you. Right. <laughs> to think about whether or not you have a critical spirit and if the criticisms that you're offering are of the Lord. Are they right. what the Lord would have you critique? And of course, we're not. I'm absolutely not saying. If there's someone in your life who, you know, um, has demonstrated repeatedly that they're in they're in a cycle of unrepentant sin, we're not saying, you know, just turn a blind eye to that and right. don't have anything to say about it. It's fine. We're absolutely not saying that. What we are saying is what what sin is in your heart that you need to deal with. Because a critical yeah. spirit is not of the Lord. Yeah. A clear-headed, clear-thinking, encouraging spirit, true biblical encouragement, is of the Lord. And they're two different things, and the proof is in the pudding, right. I think is what we're yeah. trying to say. Yeah. A, a, a critical spirit is a critical thinker who has abandoned their own duty and has expanded mm-hmm. their job past what, what it, it actually, actually is. is. Yeah. That's right. So mind your business. (laughs) Here's Joy yet again (laughs) to remind you all that today is the day to mind your own business. (laughs) Did you know? Did you guys know? You you didn't do it yesterday. You can do it today. (laughs) Just 
repent and do it today. <laughs> <laughs> Good. All right. Is that, is that all you had? That's all I had. Yeah. All right. You can leave us a voicemail at 470-465-0475. Grab your mug, t-shirt, stickers, tote bag at shopsheetlogins.com. Mm-hmm. And do we have anything else we need to tell them? I don't think so. I don't think so either. All right. Well, you guys, that is it for this week. And we'll see you next week. See ya. Bye. Alone in my sorrow and dead in my sin. Lost without hope of no place to begin. Your love made a way to let mercy come in. When death was arrested in my